you went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Hmm, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates national average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. At Meyer, your health and safety is our first priority. That's why Meyer Pharmacy has partnered with the CDC to administer free COVID-19 vaccinations when they become available to us. Register now to get your free COVID vaccinations at Meyer and get updates to your phone. Text COVID to 75049 to get started. That's COVID to 75049. You can also visit your Meyer pharmacist or go to clinic.meyer.com for more information. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. This is Iris, and I am alone again, but for the last week. Jamie will be back next week, and that is going to be amazing. So, um, to end my voyage into the aloneness, um, I don't really know a better way to say that, voyage into solitude, but with other people, I don't know. It's been really fun having all of my friends that you, some of them you've never heard from, some of them you've heard from. It's been amazing, a great way to start the year. Um, But this is our last episode doing that, and it could not be a better person to join me, fellow podcaster Tiffany. Um, She is a podcaster, therapist, coach, um, all-around awesome gal. Um, I'll have some ways for you to get in touch with her in the notes um, uh, to listen to her podcast or um, which, by the way, I will be on too. I don't know the day, but it's going to happen. And maybe I'll put something on the Instagram about like when I'll be on her podcast. But um, some information about her podcast, um, where you can reach her for her uh, coaching and therapy services, as well as her Instagram. So I'll put that all in the notes. And then she'll also mention it during our episode. But um, it will be fun. It's a question episode. And um, I think you all will enjoy it. And thank you all for being along for this Jamie free ride. It has been awesome, but I'm excited to get my partner back. Talk to you guys soon. Hi, Tiffany, and welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Iris? I'm doing really well. Thanks for joining me. I'm so used to saying us, but there's nobody else. It's just me. Um, <laughs> so I have known you for how long have we known each other now? Um, like, I don't know, like three years? I think like three years. Wait, wait. I think, no, I think it's longer than that. Because I think when I first met you, you were turning 26 or like something like, like, yeah, you were like really four years ago then. Wow, that's so amazing. It does not feel like it's been that long. I know. Um, (laughs) but that's really great. So, okay. So we've known each other for about four years. Tell us about you. Yeah. Okay. So I... Professionally, I guess I'll start with that. Professionally, I am a licensed therapist and a certified coach. I really love helping women who have this feeling that they're not good enough. And because of that, that's playing out in their lives in so many different ways. So whether they're, they might be in a relationship that they don't like or maybe in a job that they don't like, they're not really going after the things that they really want in life um, because of this lack of confidence and a lack of belief in themselves. So that love doing that type of work with women and that's really what I'm passionate about. So that is a little bit about me uh, professionally, but personally, I 
I just love, love, love the outdoors. I know. I love, you yeah, really like, do. And I'm like not so, the one, but I just uh, love that for you. I know. I love it. I just I mean, I really love water. Like if okay. I could pick something I really love, like the water being by the beach at the lake, like I just really love the water. I do. And I, I've been getting into photography. I don't know if I told you that yet, but yeah, I've been getting into photography. It's my like thing while I'm at home in COVID or so I'm like oh I could be outdoors and do photography uh-huh. win-win so are you <laughs> I'm like you're a Scorpio right yep like most people who I know who are Scorpios like to have some kind of creative outlet for themselves and Scorpios are water signs so it's not surprising that you like <laughs> the water so Look at um, them. <laughs> I know um I Jamie is also a Scorpio. I do not know how she feels about the water, but I imagine that she likes it. Um, but I know she loves to be outside. Like you both love to be like outdoors and like doing stuff. <sighs> I do not love that. Like I like to be outside, but I don't like to be like hiking. Like I want to be like outside, but not hiking outside. Just kind of like, you know, being there, but not exhausting. Like I don't like to like, overly exhaust myself in the outdoor capacity this is not my thing yeah Um, but I love when other people like it I'm like yes for you to like (laughs) doing this kind of stuff because I'd oh I am not the one um okay so you love outdoors you are a therapist and you are you're engaged I am I am engaged your fiance. I know it's so weird. I'll I'll still be like, oh my boyfriend. Like, oh no, oh my fiance. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, do you guys so have like a wedding planned out? Like, what are you doing now? I yes. know before you wanted to get married in Mexico, but like, is that happening? Yep, that's still the plan. Oh my so, gosh. 2022 though. So I'm hoping yes. that 2022 things will be calmed down and mm-hmm. we can go because. Yeah, Mexico is just important. So that's where we got engaged. That was when when we first met. Our first trip was to Mexico. Um, so I want to go back to that same, you know, the resort that we we had. A, this, the, it's the, the same resort. We got engaged at the same resort. That was our first trip. I want to go back there and get married. So I love it. So did yeah. you? do you feel like you fell in love with him at the resort? You know, no, it, oh. was, it was before then. I was really trying to make this a thing. I was trying to be like, they fell in love at the resort. They got engaged at the resort and then they're going to get married. At the but that's fine. That's okay. Like you don't have to, we'll, we'll just, you fell in love, but then you were in love at the resort. So that's good. Yes. It, see, but it was a, it was a, a first experience for me. So that was my first time like going out the country with a guy and then like he planned everything so like originally long story short that trip was supposed to be one of my best friends we were going for her birthday to Mexico mm-hmm. and she bailed she bailed on me on her birthday trip like something came up like we we had already gotten our plane tickets but something came up last minute and she wasn't able to go. And I was like, what? So well, who am I going to go to Mexico with? So, yeah. He's Boom. Like, he was like, I'm going. I'll go. And then he he picked the resort because we hadn't um, picked the hotel yet. Um, we had some places in mind, but he picked it out. And it was amazing. Like, that was my first time staying at, like, a five-star res- resort. It was beautiful. So mm-hmm. it was an experience. It was it was, <laughs> it was definitely an experience. See, do you think, like, maybe that was your first time seeing that he could be somebody that you would want to marry hmm 
Because he, like, Uh, showed up for you. He, like, took the lead on some things. And he made some decisions that made you really happy. I don't know why I'm trying to psychoanalyze this. (laughs) I'm just really trying to make this romantic montage in my mind happen. Yeah. I mean, I think that I kind of knew what I I mean already. But, like, it's our our story is crazy I won't get into like much of it now but it's like I I always saw certain things in him like it's for what especially when I first met him I first met him I met him through a friend and it was her birthday everything and is a birthday I, didn't I even know, know you guys for birthdays. Birthdays. I know <laughs> this is another friend though it was her birthday and he was there and he was just so kind he was just like oh okay don't worry about this and I'm gonna get your dinner is everybody okay mm. and I was like this guy like who's this guy like <laughs> what is going on with this this, guy? this is yeah. so cute okay so you're getting married next year in mexico mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful do you have a month picked out or are you kind of flexible may so may of 2022 so this is happening i love this so you like you're almost like what is that like 14 so months far. away not really it's a year and three months i'm ready you're like, I'm like, like- <laughs> I it's a year and three months it's 15 months away um that's not so far like honestly you guys have been together for a while so this will be like flying past I know that's why I'm like I'm just ready yeah and you can do all the fun (laughs) stuff this year too you can have like this summer if a lot of people are vaccinated you could have like or even if they're not you could have like a nice wonderful like outside bachelorette or like an outside engagement party like you could do lots of nice stuff like this summer with your local people that you don't want to fly out or that don't want to fly out to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have like nice stuff like that and it'll be, you know, you can take advantage of being outside. People yeah. um, will enjoy seeing anyone at this point. Exactly. We've all been like isolated in our houses for mm-hmm. a year now. <laughs> yes, seriously, for a year now. I am personally like very, if somebody's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, I do. I would love to do that. Thank you. Whatever you say. Can I wear a mask while I'm there? Yes? Okay, great. I'm ready. Exactly. I'm available to hang out with you at any time. Um, okay, so we are asking, we are answering a question today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this will be great because you are a therapist and I am not, um, which is the common theme of this show, um, because I usually have a very different opinion from the person who is a therapist, (laughs) Uh, which is, you know, good or bad. Anyway, so let's read the question. Background. My husband's 27 and I'm 26. We've been married for eight years. Oh my gosh. I read this and I just realized they have been married since they were children. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been married for eight years and dated for three years before that. Wow. We are high school sweethearts at each other's first. We have three young kids. It's so crazy to think I've been with this man for almost 11 years. In our relationship, I've always been the one who loved him more than he loved me. I was crazy in love with him. I couldn't wait to go home to him. I catered to everything and anything he needed. I was so excited when I knew he was going to be home soon. I thought he was the best guy ever. So cute and dorky, handsome, just my type. He was in the Marines from 2014 to 2018. And although he tells such fond stories, these years were so dark for me. He never physically cheated on me, but he did some things that I hate. Deep down, I hold a grudge against him and I'm not over it. Fast forward, he's been out for three years and our marriage is better. Life has calmed down to a regular routine 
I think we've fallen out of love with each other. We don't flirt with each other. Texts are kept to a minimum. When we are home together, we are doing our own thing. When we fight, we don't talk or touch for each other for days. It's not even big fights either. I got mad at him last Saturday because I came home after a 12-hour shift to him playing Call of Duty all day. And the house was a mess. And he knew I was mad and just didn't say anything. So we haven't talked since last Friday. And it's Tuesday now. I feel like we're roommates who just have three kids together. He will play Call of Duty from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., sleep until noon, wake up to eat, take a nap from 3 to 6, and repeat. I can't fucking stand how he does this. It's been years and years of him playing games like this. I want to say he's a good dad, but our kids are growing up and resenting him. My oldest is only six, and she literally said, I don't care if dad plays games all day because when he gets off, he just yells at us for no reason anyway. It truly makes me sad that he can't put his damn games down or his phone and spend some quality time with our kids or me. He doesn't see that playing games this long is a problem. I'm just tired of this. I want to be married with someone who's my best friend. I want to be proud of who my husband is. He thinks I'm obsessed with K-drama type of love. And that's like Korean drama, which if you've never seen it, super interesting. They have some really good stuff that you can watch on Netflix. Um, it's not a real, it's not real. And guys like that don't exist. I just want a real deep kind of love. Sorry, my post is so long. I'm probably overthinking, but I'm tired. I feel like I'm wasting my time with him. I fantasize about re-entering the dating scene and meeting new people. But the thought of him meeting and being with other women hurts me. However, that is to be expected after being with somebody for 11 years, right? Uh, I want more kids in the future, but I don't want him to be the dad. If he would shape up and try to bring our marriage back to life, then I would stay and try to make things work but our marriage has been dead for years now. He says it's about the kids now. I can't live like this anymore. I go to bed alone, sad, and lonely. I don't really know. I think her advice is she just know, like wants to know if she's being like overdramatic or like if this is like a real issue or like, maybe even like what should she do? Yeah. So I, there's so much going on in this letter. And I first wanted to say like, you know, I am so sorry that this has been, you know, what's of, of what's been going on in your marriage. It really sounds like she's done and mm-hmm. it sounds like you're done and that there's been some potential infidelity or close to some infidelity. And so it makes complete sense that you all would both have some level of resentment or anger towards each other, mm-hmm. especially if it has not been resolved so, yeah, there's so much. Okay, I first want to start with, there seems to be a lack of communication on both parts and a lot of anger and resentment on both parts. I feel like something's missing in a sense, like there's a piece that we don't have in this letter that hasn't been expressed, but something has happened from the time where he has gotten out of the military until now because that the progress of not falling out of love with someone, it takes time. So I'm curious to know what happened in between those, like in between that time or what has led them to where they are now. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe they didn't resolve the issue with the mm-hmm. infidelity or something is missing. I'm not, just not sure exactly what it is. Totally. Um, yeah. And I was going to add into that, like just speaking from his perspective and not that this is an excuse or that she should stay with him. So, like, on one hand, I really think that 
his being in the military and she said he speaks really fondly of it. And it sounds like based on what she wrote, he, it sounds as if he's unemployed. It doesn't sound like he has a job. He does this all day, every day. It sounds Mm -hmm. like, um, so like, I'm wondering if he's like a vet who, if he got out of the military, if he was there between 14 and 18, there was like a lot of, like, it was the end of the war. That's when Obama like pulled everybody out, but there was still stuff happening. So he might've mm-hmm. seen like a lot of violence. So I'm wondering yeah. if like, maybe he has some depression because like he used mm-hmm. to have like a purpose. So like now it sounds like he's depressed, um, which is like as a partner, I don't want to say like not her problem, but it kind of sounds like he's not ready yet to address it. And it's starting to impact her children and her. And then so like with, with another side of that, like taking him out of the equation, if you've been dating somebody from high school, like I am 32, you are 30, right? Are you just 30? Mm-hmm, I'm 30. Okay. So you're 30, but like between like high school and she's close to your age, how much have you changed? And yeah. there's just so much change. And like, a lot, I'm not saying like if you've dated somebody since high school and you've been married, but like to be with somebody for 11 years by the time you're 28, and never have done any kind of work on that relationship, I feel like it's not surprising that it's not working out. Because I feel like you would be, even without the military, probably totally different people. Um, And then you add in young kids. I've heard from everyone who has like young kids, especially three, like her oldest is six. So you've got Mm -hmm. super young kids. You've got this depressed dad. You've got this relationship where a lot of your behaviors are probably reminiscent of when you were in high school because you guys have just been together so long. So like the way you're showing up for each other might still just speak to like when you originally met. I feel like it's not surprising that this is happening. It's sad, but like, I'm like, I definitely think like she says, she's like, he needs to shape up. But like, I also think you guys have to work together because Mm -hmm. I feel like this is not great on either side. Like I'm sure like she's reacting to his behavior, which I'm not blaming her for. But mm-hmm. I think that after so long and not, not having done any work or anything else, I think that's probably so hard. Like I feel like there's so much negative that could be brought into that. Um, yeah. Also though, like I'm, I usually don't say this, but like in this situation, I'm like, would it be nice to have like a trial separation and like do, do therapy during that time? but then also date? Like, I don't know. Like, is that, I kind of feel like maybe that's not a bad idea in this situation to kind of figure out who you are. Cause like, does she even know who she is? She's like 28, three kids. She's Mm -hmm. been with somebody since she was 11, like for 11 years, not since she was 11, but like, does she even know who she is? Cause like, even when she was like, I just think it'd be cool to like reenter the dating world. I'm like, girl, no, it's Mm -hmm. not. Um, I'm I'm like, (laughs) listen, let me tell you, no, it's not. I'm not saying stay with your shitty ass husband, but what I am saying is like at 28 with three kids, it's probably not as exciting as you think it might be. Um, but like, maybe you need to figure that out. Maybe it will be great. Maybe you'll go in there immediately and meet somebody who you really like, or maybe it isn't even about like that re-entering the dating, but like, how are you with your friends? Like, do you have great relationships with other women that you can like hang out with and like just figure out who you are like it's not necessarily just the dating but like do you need some space to just figure out who you are you know as you approach 30 which I do think is a very I feel very different since turning 30 so like I just wonder like if maybe she needs that too yeah and it definitely feels like they're in a place of complacency where it's like okay things and it sounds like it's been going on for a while. Right, since he got out of the so military like, almost. Yeah, it's like both of them have kind of given up on the relationship. And it's just like, okay, I mean, it's just about, like you said, mm-hmm. it's just about the kids and we're just getting by and I'm going to play my game. So it's like, I feel like there needs to be a conversation of 
okay, what are we going to do? Because the thing is, relationships are hard. Mm -hmm. Like they, relationships, marriage, at kids, at all of that, it is hard. So regardless of, you know, if they decide to stay or to go, um, another relationship she gets in will, will, it will be difficult. You know, it's not always, I'm not saying that it should all, it should be terrible and you should be unhappy or miserable or anything like that, but there will be times where you have to be open and honest and be vulnerable and like have those uncomfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they've been like skating around the issue for a while. They're not really, they're not communicating. Like they're not talking for days. Um, They're not really saying what's going on with them. Like she's not expressing like, this is what I need. This is what I need from you in this moment. Like it, it just sounds like neither one of them are really present Yeah, because you know, he's just like playing his games and everything. So he's not saying like, okay, this is what's going on with me. Because like you said, there could be something going on where he may be having mm-hmm. some PTSD. Yeah. Like the or, kid said, when yeah. he gets off the game, all he does is yell at them. So like, mm-hmm. I kind of think for one, like not to read too deeply, like if I was with Jamie, like we'd probably be like, is it even safe? Cause like me and Jamie can be like real dark. We're like, is it going to be safe <laughs> for him yeah. to like, like, when he gets off, like, if they do separate, like, is he safe to be with the kids if he's always yelling at them? But, like, without yeah. going that deep, like, just to be, like, let's assume that this is fine and just extending to marital issues. I think sometimes, too, like, if you have the blanket of your wife who's always taking care of the kids, he isn't. He, and then he was in the service. He's been, especially if this kid's six, he's been in the service half that kid's life. And mm-hmm. I think that, like he doesn't have an opportunity to even know what it's like to be with those kids and have to take responsibility for them. So like, even if it's not like a physical separation of like, you're moving out, I'm moving out, but just something where it's like, this is going to be your time with the kids. Like you need to engage in something other than the game. And I'm holding you to that. Like I'm going to go out and do a workout class or like, I'm going to stay at my mom's or, you know, I'm going to go on a trip with my friends. Like sometimes you really need to like give them the opportunity as long as it's safe. Right. Like if you feel that your children will be safe, which she didn't express any Mm -hmm. concerns about that. It was just more so that he was being absent. I think sometimes like maybe he, like he needs that. And so does she like some ability to be free um, and kind of experience what it's like to be in your 20s while she still has the time and like see what the dating pool is like. I really strongly feel like she should date. I don't know why I'm attached to that, <laughs> but I am like not opposed to this being like, I'm not saying get a divorce, but I'm not opposed to you being like, I need a separation. I'm getting an apartment mm-hmm. and I'm going to like split custody with you with these kids and like we're going to go to therapy, but like I'm going to date. Like I kind of just want that for her. Like I want her to like dye her hair blonde. Um, <laughs> like, and I'm saying this as a black woman who has broken up with, um, who is my now husband and dyed my fucking hair blonde. And let me tell you, it was a wild <laughs> ride. It was a great time. You know, um, <laughs> I think we've always had, I think we've all had those experiences. It was like when I was in high school and they were like, was, oh my God, I did the same thing. I was in high school. I broke up with this guy. I like di- I dyed my hair blonde. I like changed my yes. wardrobe, and I was it's just a like, moment. <laughs> I'm just gonna own me, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like getting my like I dyed my hair. I would like have my nails done all the time. I mean, I still always have my nails done. It's like a part of me, but like that's when I started getting my nails done all the time. Like I like to have my nails done, and even now I'm married, and like right now I'm super happy on my marriage. I listen right now, like I'm waiting for something bad to happen, which is its own separate host of issues that we can talk about later. <laughs> but like I'm really happy right now. But I'm still like talking to my hairstylist next week. I'm like, girl, I want you to dye my hair blonde because I just like I just want to change. Like sometimes you just feel mm-hmm. like, and I feel like she needs she doesn't need to dye her hair blonde, but like I feel like she needs the equivalent of 
getting your nails done, dyeing your hair blonde, and like going to Mardi Gras and flashing your titties. Like, I feel like she needs some freedom, like a little, like yeah. just a little bit of something to uplift her. Um, because I feel like she sounds sad too. Um, yeah. and I don't know if like leaving your relationship, like that could definitely be part of it. Like for sure. Like somebody being a dark cloud over you definitely can be a weight that you don't want to carry in my opinion. But I also think that like, unless you figure yourself out, like who you are 11 years and you're only 28, that's like your whole life. (laughs) Like you've Mm -hmm. been with this. Like, I feel like a lot of it is like, maybe if you rediscover like who you are, or not even rediscover, like, who are you as an adult woman? um, Having the opportunity to do that can probably lead her in the direction of like, hey, I love my husband. Like, this is a shitty ass time. I get why he's feeling this way. Let's really dig deep and work on it. Or maybe she's going to be like, even if you were healthy, I feel like we've fundamentally grown so far apart that we're not compatible anymore. And I think both of those Mm -hmm. answers are okay. But I think until she knows who she is, like, how would you even figure that out? Exactly. Yeah. Because I get a a really big sense of missing that feeling of like excitement Mm -hmm. and adventure and like that. Being in those infatuation stages where it's like, oh, I just love you so much. And I just, I just want to be around you too. So yeah, I just really get a sense that she's missing some type of excitement mm-hmm. or like that, having those like lovey, lovey feelings for the person. Right. So yeah. And I think when you're like, if you're 28, I remember like being 28, I'm sure you do too. It wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of your friends at that point are still single. And I do think that like they are engaged and they might be meeting the person that might be their future partner. So there's feelings of excitement. Mm -hmm. Like they probably are talking to her about it and it does sound great. And I'm not saying it's not great. Like I'm not even saying she can't meet somebody who is going to be her best friend. Cause I do think that's important. Like I think me and Mike get along Mm -hmm. so great. We have like a lot of fun. I think I would have killed him otherwise during the pandemic. We've been home together (laughs) all the time (laughs) since March. So, and we're both alive. It's really wonderful. Um, (laughs) But like, I think that that's important too, but I think that like, she was like, we don't really send, she's like flirty texts to each other anymore. And I'm like, do I send flirty texts to Mike? The answer is no. Cause I see him all the time. Yeah. So I don't really send him a flirty text. Now I'm like, shit, should I send him a cleavage shot? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure. Like, are you, do you want, like, it just like, I've been with Mike since for 14 years. So I kind of been like, I don't send him flirty texts. I mean, we do text, even though we like, we're in the house together. Like we send each other memes but, like, it's not a flirty text. Like, I even sent him, like, a flirty text. So now I'm like, well, shit, I better send a fl- Maybe people want flirty texts. Like, I don't. If somebody sent me a flirty text at this point, I'd be like, is this a flirty text? What is this? <laughs> what are you sending me? <laughs> like, yeah. what constitutes a flirty text? See, but now the thing is, though, I don't want her to be clouded by the idea of that infatuation. Because I think sometimes... We can always get, we can get into this mentality though of like, oh, the grass is, is mm-hmm. greener. And, and because we want that feeling of infatuation that's there in the beginning. But then, like you said, like 14 years in, like it's not always going to feel like that. Like, yes, of course, have romance, you know, send some cleavage shots every now and then. Like, cause let the other person know that you still care about them, you still value them, you know, your relationship is important. But, you know, it's not always going to, gonna be like this things mm-hmm. fizzle out not like in a dead way but they mellow they out ebb and flow time. too and yeah, also I think for sure if you have three young kids that's it makes and the oldest is six so I'm imagining that the other that's ones a lot are of little stress. they're very little kids yeah. um yeah. And I, but you know also that said he does need to like if he is depressed that needs to be something that's addressed um yeah. 
and I, I can't, I almost like can't imagine a world where this is not depression. Like, I feel like, I don't know why I feel like certain that he's depressed. Like everything she said sounds depressed. So yeah, more than likely. So I'm just like, okay, like that needs to be addressed. Um, but also though, again, like I, I don't like, I do, like you said, I don't think it's great to feel like you want to do the infatuation, but I think about some people have the ability to like grow with somebody. And I've seen this, like the older couples where they're super old and like, mm-hmm. they're so cute. Yeah. And like, they still like mm-hmm. are silly and laugh together. But I feel like the mm-hmm. way that you get to that is by having these equal yokes of like what you both think is important. And like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, would it be fun for him sometimes if you sat down and played Call of Duty? The answer is like, pro- maybe, but also like, if that's like not your idea of fun and like, that's not the way that you're growing. Like if you want to be wine and dine, like there's a lot of husbands out there who will like be like, surprise, babe. I like came home. I mm-hmm. brought you some roses. You know, I got a sitter surprise. Like I got a sitter for us and you know, I laid a dress out for you. And like, it sounds like that's what she wants. And I will say that there mm-hmm. are people, there are partners where like that type of romance is very important to them. And if that's your love language yeah. and romance and gestures, that's what makes you happy. And like, if he's not able to get there, I don't think you should sacrifice your happiness. But I do think you have kids. He sounds depressed. You guys have been together for a really long time. You might be in a rut. It sounds like it might be worth it to do some work, um, like to figure out like what this actually is before you make any rash decisions. But I'm still like on board with the separation, blonde hair. Mm-hmm. You're like, go all out, blonde hair, you know. Yeah, it's like, just have a little fun, but, like, also just be like, maybe this is my marriage and it's going to work, but, like, maybe you just need a couple, like, to, maybe you need to re-fall in love or, like, re-enjoy each other, and maybe that'd even be nice for him. Like, maybe you guys go on a date sometimes. Like, maybe he picks you up with your blonde hair and your chichis out. I don't know. Like, maybe mm-hmm. that's fun. Like, maybe that's how you get back into the groove, but I feel like something needs to happen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think the biggest thing out of this is that a decision has to be made. Like, something needs to change because they they both don't sound happy. Right. And it's like, and they're kind of okay with just, just, with things just being how they are. It's like, oh, this yeah. is just what it is right and now. And 28, and, and just being like, yeah. that's it. That sucks. It's a yeah. long life ahead of you to be stuck with somebody. with, And you have little kids. You're going to be looking at, like, 50 and then trying to figure it out, better to try it to figure it out now. Yeah. I feel like something's got to change. Something's got to, you know, they have to come together and figure out, okay, so now what, what are we going to do? Am I, are we going to have the separation? And, you know, I go get the blonde yes. hair and, and they'll go all out and we're going to be separated. Are we going to, maybe they need to see a counselor, see a marriage mm-hmm. therapist. I was going to maybe do, do that. I, I don't know why I'm really stuck yeah, on I don't moving know. out. I'm like very stuck <laughs> on the fact that I'm like, no, you should definitely move out. <laughs> You're like, move out, live your best life. Cause that is important though. Like that is really important in knowing who you are and what you want. Because like, especially that's what I do with my clients a lot is what is it that you want? How do you want to be living your life? And let's figure out what mm-hmm. that is. So like, cause, and you don't, you have to know who you really are in order to make those totally. decisions. So like, that's, that's yes. too. a six month lease and a, you know, semi-permanent hair dye <laughs> is going to be fine. Like I think with a therapist, like do all of this with therapy either way, even if you separate, cause you have the kids, I think a therapist is going to be great. Um, 
but I'm not opposed to you moving out. Like, I don't know. Like, him, like, with the games and stuff, like, stressed me out. Like, I'm like, I think I would need some space. Or I hope you have a big enough house. Maybe he can move to the basement. I'm not sure. But I feel like you need some actual space. Um, but anyway, that was great. Thank you for joining me. Before you go, tell us where we can find you. Um, and like, also like if somebody's interested in using your services as a therapist or as a life coach, um, are you for individuals? Do you do couples? Are you specialized in anything? Tell us about your work and where we can find you. Yes. So you can find me for coaching at She's Alive to Thrive. Um, and counseling at confidentlifecounseling.com. So she's thrive.com, confidentlifecounseling.com. And I mostly work with individuals. I don't do a lot of work with couples. And my work is really geared towards women, um, especially young women. Because I feel like we struggle with that a lot, especially in our mm-hmm. 20s. Like, the tw- oh, my God. My 20s were, like, the hardest time of trying to figure out, like, who I was, what I wanted. within, And then also having to deal with, like, the confidence and it's just so much so yeah so that's where you can find me I also have an Instagram I'm pretty new to Instagram I'm not a big social media person but that's she's alive to thrive it um on Instagram as as well and a two for the if you send me all of the links to your sites I'll make sure to put them in the notes for this episode okay I did awesome well I hope that people find you I think it's like so important I love like the therapy but I also just love the active coaching part um because I think that that's what that's what's helpful to me. Um, I need to be like, I need to have like goals and like be active. And I think a lot of people, especially like younger millennials and like Gen X, I don't know what they're called. Those other, I think they're X. I don't know what they're called. Those ones that are younger than us. um, They definitely, I think they are active too. Like they want to be like, like talking and sitting on the couch is probably not as much. They don't feel like they're changing as much as if it's like, do these things or like, have we tried, like, I think they like the coaching. I think coaching sounds more active. So I think this will be great. Um, but I love that you do both. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you again. And we will talk to you soon. And everyone, if you're interested, check out the notes. We'll have ways for you to get in touch with Tiffany there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This was really yeah. good. And best of luck to the, to the writer. I know. You know? Good luck. <laughs> I, get your hair dyed though. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. At Meyer, your health and safety is our first priority. That's why Meyer Pharmacy has partnered with the CDC to administer free COVID-19 vaccinations when they become available to us. Register now to get your free COVID vaccinations at Meyer and get updates to your phone. Text COVID to 75049 to get started. That's COVID to 75049. You can also visit your Meyer pharmacist or go to clinic.meyer.com for more information.